0: Now Now is the time time when the fun begins. begins. You may now have fun.
1: Hi, I'm in charge of the Science Lab. Hi, and I'm in charge of Command. And welcome to (laughs) Organise Fun, the board game podcast, where this time we've been playing Xenoshift. Now, as usual, admin first. Remember last time I was talking about trying to draw some sort of diagram uh, to kind of chart all the different game categories and stuff that we've got? Right. I have found this process incredibly difficult and annoying. (laughs) So I'm going to talk you through Uh, my failed attempt. Uh, initially, I thought a Venn diagram would be the way to go, um, and I'll put pictures of all my failed diagrams, of which there are many. So, I started with my Venn diagram. Look, isn't it pretty? Oh yes, very nice. Um, but there were too many crossovers, and each one is made up of three. Like each game has three intersections: the game mechanic, how you win, and the types of players. And it just was too complicated. Mm. Couldn't do it. So then I thought, okay, let's. About, why not some sort of mind map? <laughs> type situation. There you oh. go. So, each game was like a, a pod on your mind map, and then you had all lines linking them to the types of game that it was. However, I didn't want any of my lines to cross.
2: Oh, no, yeah. And it doesn't th- look uh, very good.
1: That was my downfall, because it's impossible for the lines mm. not to cross. Mm-hmm. So that didn't work. Then I thought, wow, well, I've got three variables, right? How can I plot three variables? So I thought... An XYZ graph. A 3D graph. Uh However, it looks pretty. Yeah, it's
2: very complicated.
1: But labelling each blob on that 3D Uh graph meant there Uh was writing overlapping all over the place. And you just couldn't read it. And my art skills, they just overlapped and you just got a huge mess. Mm. So then I thought, okay... It won't look as pretty as uh, a, a lovely diagram with lots of lines and stuff, but just a table, right? A simple table, mm-hmm. um, and you have a column for each game mechanic along the top, and then down the bottom, you have uh, like down the side, you have the uh, like wind conditions, and then you color code each box depending on whether it's like cooperative teams or whatever. Mm. You'd think that would work, right?
2: Mm, no. no, too
1: many crossovers. So, for example, I started merging the cells. So, like Arkham Horror card game, yeah, it's a it's a living card game, but it's also a storytelling game. So, I merged that box, but that meant that LCG and storytelling had to be in columns next to each other, right? But then you had others that had to be next to each other because they cross over, and it wouldn't work. It did not work. So, what I've had to settle for is just a shitty spreadsheet. Another spreadsheet. Another spreadsheet. <laughs> So it just has the games and you just shade the boxes of which elements it is. It's not pretty. It's not clever. I'm disappointed and frustrated and annoyed. If there's anyone who's like a technical data fucking mastermind and you can help me like work this out, please get in touch because you would not believe how much stress this caused me. I'm talking like can't get to sleep because I'm thinking about data.
2: What if there was a program, right? Yeah. And you typed in like three elements that you felt like playing, like, oh, I feel like playing a card game and I feel like it should have a story or something and then it generates like one or two options of games based on the elements that you feel like playing.
1: You have just reminded me of something. Patrick made that. Really? Patrick coded something on his computer yeah. and it's it asks you questions. It says like, How many players do you have? And you put yeah. four. And then it says, Are you in the mood for like a long game, yeah, a short yeah. game, or a middle game? Yeah. And you type in and you answer all these questions yeah. and then it brings up a list. Oh my god, right, I'm gonna phone Patrick and I'm gonna ask Why him, can't him to you explain. Do that? Yeah, well, I'm not clever enough. I'll explain. Can you do that on your spreadsheet? Maybe. I'll phone Patrick. I will edit Patrick in now. <laughs> Hi Patrick. Hi, Phil. Hello. Um, We were just talking about ways to sort our game types, and I remembered that you (laughs) made that little computer algorithm thing that helps you choose what to play. Can you talk us through it? Yeah, sure.
0: Okay. Well, I've got it open here, and it's called Not a Spreadsheet. Wait, Uh, you've got it open in
1: front of you now? How convenient, Pat. I know, just by
0: chance. Yeah. Uh, So it's a little Python program, uh, and it has... All of, uh, a big list of all the games that I own uh, or that Meryl and I own and associated with each game is the uh, minimum, maximum number of players uh, a classification of game length. And uh, then kind of various tags in terms of theme and stuff. So uh, the this this is quite a simple version. So for game length, I've just kind of uh, divided them up into short, medium, and long. Yeah. Uh, And then the sort of themes are kind of like party, or nerdy, or generic fun. Or Uh, drawn
1: by Derek Ring.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, And. got traditional for chess um and and then basically it just you generate a random number and you pick a game check if it fits the number of people that you want to play with, yeah uh and uh, and then sort of suggest suggest a game okay uh,
1: how easy you said it's on python right how how easy is that to do
0: it, it's Pretty straightforward. Uh, most of the, the text I've got in front of me is actually just all the games and stuff. Uh, the actual bit that does the random number and all the rest of it is about, I don't know, 10 lines, is that? Oh, okay. A simple sort of like, if this, then yes. Or, you know, if number of players equals less than number <laughs> of, you know, max players, then tick. That kind of thing.
1: Okay, um, fair enough.
0: So, are, are you would you seriously consider... Sort of replacing the spreadsheet, or is
1: this an add-on to the spreadsheet? No. This is <laughs> this is a this is a humouring mark, so that it to prove it can be done another way, but it's not <laughs> going to be. <laughs>
0: I think there's definitely a lot more uh, information I could put into this in yeah. terms of, say, from the the box, getting the actual number of minutes the game supposedly lasts for, uh, and. Uh, you know, adding complexity like storing who won and yeah. uh, play a game.
1: You know, oh sort of yeah. So it could say like, you know, these are games you've recently lost. Would you like to have another go at them?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Clever. Um, Do you use it when you're you and you and me are choosing games?
0: Uh, haven't done. But then we haven't really played that many games recently for various reasons. So uh, we've kind of just played stuff that's short, yeah. because you know we haven't had whole afternoons to waste. Um, so to
1: waste? Whoa! <laughs> well, what? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but fair I, enough. I totally
0: would use it. Um, I think it could do with uh, maybe just a bit of polishing, so it's not so clunky. Mm. Um, but um, I think I like the idea. I prefer it to the spreadsheet idea. Yeah. In terms of implementation.
1: Yes, you should make an app. It could be called Game Chooser app mega
0: (laughs) (laughs) super duper mega game uh yeah making it's quite hard i think
1: Oh, boo
0: (laughs) um i'm sure there is also already something like that
1: possibly maybe i'll look i'll maybe i'll look look that up maybe i should i think there
0: are some game specific apps right things like and munchkin has an app
1: yes not necessarily Uh, for has an app doesn't it yeah um what else yes no there is stuff (laughs) cool okay well thanks for that quick little chat through your epic computer system uh that should shut mark up for a bit (laughs) (laughs) cool thank you and i will catch you again soon Bye. <laughs> Bye. Dude. Or
2: I know, I know. Okay. Why don't you just play a game that you feel like playing at the time and choose yourself? Um. No. <laughs> Wait.
1: <laughs> no. Guess who Is I'm. Is that being... too complicated? <laughs> I pass. <laughs> 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 no, that's not an option. Okay. But all right, good.
0: Without a sun, there can be no function.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, it's your turn to read the box oh. for Zen Shift. Ugh. Just me and Mo I need to put the lid on Oh
2: Zeno Shift Is a game For one to four players With each player Controlling One of the divisions Of the no-tech military Some <laughs> sound like I'm in a museum <laughs> <laughs> The science labs Med bay Armory Weapons research Barracks and command centre. Each of these divisions represents one part of the overall Nortech
1: base. Do you know what you sound like? What? Like if you were to go to this Nortech HQ it'd be that holographic yeah, woman. That's what I am. Welcome to Nortech. <laughs> um, woman. it's always woman. a woman, though, isn't it? No. It's always a woman. Anyway. Sorry, continue.
2: And it is your job as commander of these divisions to protect the base while its field operations are completed. You and your teammates will have to work together. To survive the continuous onslaught Of powerful alien threats And horrors The goal of the mission Is not to wipe out these threats It is merely to outlast them Oh Survive through nine rounds of combat With these horrors And the base will have succeeded in its mission
1: Why are you laughing?
2: (laughs) I guess I'm reading it I'm not reading it properly
1: You're reading it like a museum Mm -hmm. woman now
2: And you and your allies Will have survived to fight another day Uh... Uh, one to four players aged 13 plus 60 to 30 minutes
1: <laughs> or or about 10 minutes if you're as shit as we are
2: and it's a strategic base defense deck builder
1: oh mm mm cool thank you so yeah basically it's a it's a deck building game it follows the same sort of premise as the others you have money to spend and you have uh, weapons and power and stuff to deal out and there's an enemy deck that uh, advances towards your base and you've just got to survive as it said nine rounds before your base gets whooped to shit and after each round each alien that you don't kill uh, then attacks your base it's like it's eaten its way through all your soldiers and then it starts eating your base basically um Uh, Now, gameplay is divided into three waves. So the first three rounds, you're on wave one, then wave two, wave three, etc. And each wave has its own monster deck. So the monsters theoretically get stronger at each wave, but then the, the cards that you're allowed to buy from the resources also get stronger. So it should balance out. Unfortunately, we died in wave one, so we didn't get to experience any wave two weapons. Ooh, or that's
2: wave one. Wave. I don't know what the rest will be like, because that was really difficult.
1: Well, let's have a look. Wave one, a monster. Here we go. We've got this gatherer. Um, each time this enemy kills a troop, deal the base one damage. It's got two health and it deals two damage each time. So that's your standard wave one monster. A wave two monster, a shifter, it deals four damage and it's got four health so it's twice as strong. And a wave three monster is a shocker. Ooh, it's this thing with electricity coming out of its head. Burn all equipment cards on the first troop in the lane. So it literally electrocutes your first soldier and drops all their shit. It only does four damage but it's got eight health.
2: Yeah, I think that's really difficult considering that you would start off with not very many cards to defend yourself.
1: Yes. Um, Okay, so yes, monsters get stronger, but in theory, the types of weapons that you can buy get stronger. And I mean, you start off with basics. There's a research officer that you can buy and a ranger troop. But then by wave three, uh, you can have exosuits, an assault battery dreadnought, uh, and a Prometheus flame suit. So there is some pretty cool stuff. We just died before we got to buy it. Anything left alive, you flip over, and it damages the base. So four. Four. And mine, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. In that first round, half of our base life has What happens
2: if the base gets to zero? Then we lose.
1: Damage on the base. One, two, three from me. How many from you?
2: 14. 14. That's, it's, that adds one to everybody. Yeah. 4, 12, 14.
1: I think we might be dead already. Hang on. <laughs> 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Yeah, we're dead already. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. That's really difficult. That is really difficult. Well,
2: I had all my... Look, in my next deck, I've spent... I've bought loads of people and stuff ready to go. Shit.
1: Rubbish. Wow. The end. Ugh. <laughs> um, yes. Each... You get, like, a random roll at the start of the game, and that decides what kind of cards you're allowed to have. So, because I was in charge of the science lab, I could have um, science cards at a cheaper value. But I must admit that during the game, I forgot to look at what the cards I was buying. Yeah, like, you whether they were really, do they really do. just cards. want to get
2: as many as possible of different stuff to just build up to begin with, I think. Yeah,
1: but that does bring me on to my next thing. Because, yes, you get a random roll at the start, and your shop, there are, like, nine item slots in the shop but there are way more than nine types of item so they're dealt out randomly so you could in theory I suppose have a really shit stock of items in the shop Mm,
2: and you could have
1: random rolls that are that are shitter than others Mm. and I think I'm going to blame that on why we lost (laughs) although I mean no we did have quite a good mix we had a few like suits of armour we had a grenade launcher we had an assault rifle we could buy we just died too quickly
2: oh yeah because you end up with, like, five monsters and only, like, one... Well, I only had, like, one military person to fight them all in that round. Yes. Because of the luck of my cards.
1: Yes. And I wonder... I mean, yeah, there's quite a lot of luck involved, isn't there? There's random rolls you get, there's random items in the shop, and obviously the alien deck is random, and so the enemies that attack you each time... I'm just wondering, are there some shit, like, foddery-type aliens that we could go up against really easily? I mean, a lot of Wave 1 do only have... Have one health, yeah. So they're I quite easy we were to just kill.
2: Lucky, it's just your shuffling.
1: Because they damage <laughs> you at the same time. Like battle happens simultaneously, so there's a lot of well, I killed it, but it killed me kind of situations. Yeah, there don't appear to be any just fodder. I mean, there's a drone which is just two damage, two health. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe we're just shit. Maybe mm. it's a difficult game, and we're just shit. I've got a charger. Um, so this enemy deals any damage exceeding a troop's HP to the next troop in the lane. If there are no additional troops in the lane, the base suffers this damage instead. Smoker. Ooh.
2: Reveal. Place this enemy at the end of the enemy lane. Oh, okay. While in lane, all enemies receive plus one power. A
1: shield swarm. Place this enemy at the end of the lane. Reduce the damage all enemies suffer by... Ah, so it's like a shield bug. A leech. Each time this enemy kills a troop, it gains two power this round. A corpse... Eater. That's nice um that brings me on to the combat system um so each player has like a zone for four alien cards and a zone for four troops and so the aliens get put down face down so you don't know what you're fighting but you get to play troops and items from your hand um of who's going to fight what but i found it interesting that you could play cards into other people's areas so like i had a spare um tesla glove so i gave it to i deployed it to you because we're cooperative we're on the same team we can kind of share cards in that respect
2: yeah that's good
1: yeah, and then you just... So this as I said, you've got two rows of four, and just the, the ones that are at the end of each row, they fight each other, and then if they die, the next one step into the battle. So that was quite unique, wasn't it? And it kind of gets you to think about what order you're going to play your cards in, um, you know, once you start getting better soldiers. Well, I'll put this one at the front, because he can kill quite a mm. few, and then I'll have these at backup or whatever. So there is a kind of strategic element of that... <laughs> Um, I've got a spare gauntlet. Do one of your men want it?
2: Okay. It's going to kill me, and I'm going to kill it. But if this enemy kills a troop, discard any equipment on that troop. Heal it to full and place it at the end of the enemy lane. It becomes an enemy until killed.
1: What? Put the troop on the end an enemy. Haha, <laughs> gutted. It. It's a worm host. Ah, so you're like infected. Oh, no. Got dead. <laughs> Did you have a strategy when it came to choosing your soldiers or buying your stuff in the shop?
2: No, I just, I just like buying. A, I didn't buy the armor. I was just buying guns.
1: Right.
2: <laughs> and people. Well, I was just building up people. Yeah. That's the thing. I think that was. So my... you just need to get as much, just some stuff to begin with, and then you can start when you get a bit more. Yeah. I think to exchange later on. You just have to get as what you can to begin with.
1: Yeah. I think my tactic. So I bought the most expensive thing I could each round. Yeah. Well. But yeah. Maybe Maybe I should have concentrated. So instead of blowing four quid on a set suit of armour, I could maybe... Because I could have got two Rangers for that and maybe bolstered up... I'm thinking maybe I should have gone for... Maybe I should have stocked up on fodder Mm. rather than having just one solid dude wearing a suit of armour.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. Because you've five aliens, so...
1: Yes. And it's not like... Um, for instance, in Legendary, you only ever have five cards in the shop at a time. Whereas this, you you've got nine, ten, want, eleven, yeah. twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. It's seventeen different items to choose from. There's almost that element of like choice paralysis, wasn't there? Like I've got too much to choose. I'll just panic and buy some armor because mm. that looks cool. All non-compliance will be reported. Right. I really like the artwork and the kind of sort of the way it looks, mm, and not, it's yeah. unusual in a way. We have. So many games, don't we, that are based on stuff. Yeah. Whereas this is completely well, I say original. Um, you know, it doesn't come from a book, it doesn't come from a game, it's not based on a movie. It is just, it just is what it is. And I actually really like it. Do you know what it reminds me of?
2: Starship Troopers. Yeah, it's, it's that kind of look. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not too fussed about the design of this one. Oh. not really? No. No, it's a bit. I know. I'm not not that exciting. I don't think.
1: Oh, I kind of like it. No. I like all the different kinds of monsters I mean, I
2: get that it's like original and stuff, but yeah, it's not. I don't really care
1: You like sp- <laughs> You don't really care
2: I just want to buy the stuff And Get fight it, it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah Okay Um, It's not big on the story Which is good, you good. Don't, yeah. You're not a fan of story no. time Well you can't be With a deck building I don't think No I, No Absolutely I think the whole One of the selling points Of the deck building Is that the turn mechanics Are pretty simple You buy your stuff You fight your stuff You yeah. replenish your deck And you just go around And you do that And so they are quite Fast paced aren't they And that kind of works The only thing that Slowed this one down A little bit Is that you have to Obviously work out Your fighting scores and do all that. But still, um, I really liked it. We've kind of already briefly discussed that it was very, very difficult. Yeah. Um, As I said, we died on round two and we had to survive nine rounds. Uh, I'm not sure how easy that would be because obviously the base has 15 health per player. So even if we played with four people, the base would have more life. Okay. But you'd have more stuff. More more aliens attacking because each player has four aliens attacking Mm. them. So be interesting to see how that works Mm -hmm. i think maybe just just bad luck of the draw i think like a combination a confluence of (laughs) shit what's is it effluence a confluence of effluence that's shit isn't it affluence is having lots of money and effluence is shit (laughs) we had that version um yeah so that led us to be defeated
0: are we having fun yet
1: What did you think then? I know it was short and snappy. We kind of played two rounds and died.
2: Well, I do like deck building games. Mm -hmm. I do really like Legendary.
1: How does this compare to other deck building? I mean, we've played... Slightly different. In terms of podcasting. What have we done? We've done Legendary Buffy and we've done Scott Pilgrim. Did we do
2: Buffy? We did. Hmm. Yeah, I like all the Legendary ones. And there's a Lord of the Rings deck building one, isn't there? Yes. What other ones have we got?
1: Resident Evil.
2: Yes, that was... Yeah, I like all of those. Yeah. This one, they... Well, obviously the Legendary ones do follow the same format mm-hmm. just different themes
1: this is more the resident evil style where you've got yeah, more in the
2: shop which is fine actually um and the battle stuff yeah you you'll get to it eventually anyway so it's not that that different no um yeah no i did it well that's part of the point of these you play them again and again get to know what you can buy and all that kind of stuff it's got a lot of replay value yeah yeah so, yeah, no, I do like deck-building games. Cool, cool, cool. It's just that initial, because we're playing this for the first time. Yeah. Well, now you kind of know how it works. When we play it again, we'll just know a little bit more yeah. about, and can just get into it, and then you can concentrate a little bit more on what all the cards do and stuff. Yeah. Rather than just trying to work out the initial
1: Absolutely, details. because, like I said, we died so quickly, so we were only playing with our bog-standard militia soldiers. So, actually, I guess it would take a few goes to know mm. which soldiers are the best. Yeah. To kind of have. Um, yeah yeah okay cool well was it a win or not
2: i'm gonna say yes it hey! is because i do like deck building games
1: hooray <laughs> i am glad. that makes it 17 12 to... 17 yeses 17 yeses hey. 12 noes
2: no, yeah, I do. I do like deck game building games. Good, so.
1: good. Cool. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm glad you liked that one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it
1: makes a change. I know it doesn't. It does
2: a little bit. Uh, well, I said yes to 17. That's so.
1: true. Okay. Time times, time's fun. equals Eagles progress. progress um i'm gonna i'm gonna plug screenspiel podcast today oh just because what was it with your 20th episode yeah yeah coming up 20th episode coming up and uh it's got me on it again hooray i got <laughs> to write you a quiz and read you a quiz so if you want to hear more of me then listen to screenspiel episode 20 or is it not episode 20
2: uh be well, yeah, actually technically it'll be a minisode
1: it's a minisode my mm, mistake soon
2: in a couple of weeks
1: Cool. Okay. Well, I've been Phil. I've been Mark. And we remember <laughs> Leviosa, <laughs>
2: or Non relinquim perculos Close. Perculo a keke de <laughs> <laughs> No, Wingardium perculo. It's not Wingardium. Why is that?
1: Because uh, it sounds like Gary Potter. Non Gary Potter. Non- Gary. I said Gary, <laughs> Gary Potter. Gary <laughs> Potter is um. A sh- you know, like when your council estate family can't afford to buy you. They can't afford to buy you harry potter on dvd gary so they, potter, they go down really. the market and they get gary potter <laughs> 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 Wing,
2: wingardium perculo akata perculos
1: non-relinquim in arca a <laughs> thanks for listening bye you smokers now the time when we stop Good night. night.